So it comes out that it was on Shabbos. State the Medrash Rabbah the Parsha Seinus. So the Medrash Rabbah of this Parsha Nasa says as follows: Shloisha Dvarim Shaaso Anasim Shloika Hagen. There were three things that the Nasim did that were not appropriate. The Kiblo Makadosh Baruch Hu, but in the end Hashem accepted it. The Chol Makayim Ein Carbon Yachid. One of them is that generally speaking there is no carbon that is brought by an individual that can override the Shabbos because it can be done on a, some other day but Shabbos you cannot bring a personal carbon over here there was a personal carbon brought by the Nasi that particular Nasi and and it did override the Shabbos he brought it on Shabbos so from this we learn how dear is these carbonus of the Nesim before Hashem that he allowed even that Shabbos should be overridden and it should be brought on Shabbos for those who are curious one of the other things that was also not the regular way of doing things was that they brought Ketairus, Ketairus was not an individual carbon, it was only done as a part of the carbon uh, Tzibur but not an individual, there was no such thing as an individual bringing Ketairus and over here each one of the Nesim brought Ketairus anyway, going on so that's what it says in one Medrash <coughs> later in the same Medrash Rabbah in section 14 the Medrash says in regards to this same matter you shouldn't say how could he have violated Shabbos by bringing a personal carbon when we know the rule that a personal carbon does not override the Shabbos and the Nasi of Ephraim brought his personal carbon of Shabbos so the answer is Hashem said he didn't do it by his own decision rather I instructed Moshe that it should be brought on Shabbos as well in Pashtus Kumtois, so when you compare these two positions of the of the Medrash, it comes out as Leiten Eshn Medrash is the Akrava B'Shabbos Mitchiligivem Bilti Rotsi. That according to the first explain, explanation that was given in the in uh, paragraph one, the the original idea of bringing that Karma Shabbos was not an appropriate thing. Shalaika again, as the Medrash says, it was inappropriate. Nor but in the end, because the carbon of the Nesim was so dear to Hashem, is Kiblo because Baruch Hashem accepted it in the end. But it wasn't an appropriate thing to do. But according to the second section of the Medrash, is the the bringing of that Karban Shabbos was the right thing to do as he says I Hashem instructed Moshe that it should be done so in other words it wasn't an inappropriate thing which in the end Hashem accepted he's the one that instructed it should be done 
Aber Kadaikis, but when you look at it a little closer, Kemen Eich Leuten Medish Nisht Lernen, it's also, even according to the first version of the Medish, it's not possible to say as a Kravis Anasi is given Osur, that it was prohibited for the Nasi to bring a carbon on Shabbos. That can't be. Because how could one say, God forbid to say, as a Nasi, that a Nasi would do something in, pub- in public, that he would do something that violates Shabbos. And even more so, Moshe is given the by Moshe Rabbein himself was there and stood by as this was happening. The Kainim of Gitan The Kainim were the ones, he was the one that offered the carbon, but the Kainim were the ones that actually did the Avaida of the carbon. Ulavim the Chonim and the Ulavim stood by singing while this was happening. And they all did something which violates the, the halacha, violates Shabbos. They all were party to such a violation of Shabbos. Etma, I mean, this is something uh, extremely strange. So therefore, you can't say that it was actually a violation. So therefore, what are we left to say? As dem medish, that even according to the first version, is the akrava b'shabbos Bringing it on Shabbos was by the instruction of Hashem. Nor but because it was only a temporary thing, it was only a one-time event. which besides for this one-time exception of bringing these karbonas of the Nesim, it's something which is strictly prohibited to bring a personal carbon on Shabbos. And that's why it is referred to as inappropriate. Not that it, they did something against or without Hashem's agreement, but that since it's so unusual, it's a one-time thing, therefore, generally, everybody would consider this to be inappropriate to bring a personal carbon on Shabbos. So that's why it's referred to in the Medrash of Shaloi Kahigin. So then we have to understand, what are the, what are the, what's the thinking behind these two approaches of the Medrash? That according to the first Medrash refers to it as inappropriate. And according to the second Medrash, is this Nishchil Shabbos? It's not considered to be Chil Shabbos. It's, it's the right thing to do. Unochmer even more, says Kiyum Tzivu Yashem, that not only is it not something inappropriate, but it is the Medrash frames it as fulfilling the will of Hashem. Ani Amarti, I instructed it to happen. So doing it was not something inappropriate according to this version of the Bereshit, but it was fulfillment of the mitzvah of Hashem. So what is the difference in the way they see it? Base In Gemara Vedgebrach, the Gemara brings, as the Tamvas Bizman Chanukas Besamidus originally also Yisrael Sayyim Akipurim. It talks about when the Yidin dedicated the Besamigdash, the first Besamigdash under Shleim HaMelech. So they didn't celebrate, they didn't observe Yom Kippur on that, during that celebration. Celebration started seven days before Sukkot, which includes also Yom Kippur. And there was eating and drinking going on during all those seven days, including Yom Kippur. Why did they do that? How did they know that they could do it? Israel, Amru Kalvachaymer. They knew that because they, they applied a Kalvachaymer. 
If in the case of the Mishkan, which is not an eternal place, it was a temporary building, uh, which also moved from place to place. And another thing was the carbon yachid, and it was a personal carbon that was brought by the individual Nasi of Shevet Ephraim. And yet, that was able to override Shabbos, which is an Isa Skila, which the punishment for, for violating Shabbos is Skila When we talk now about the base Migdash that we're dedicating, which is an eternal home for Hashem, it never moves from that holy place. The carbon Sibur, and it was also a carbon which was brought by the entire. Jewish community, everybody participated in these karbanas. The Yom Kippurim, and it was done, and we're talking about Yom Kippur, the Einish Karas, which the penalty for violating Yom Kippur is only Karas, which is less than Skila. Like Kolshkin, certainly that we have the right to violate or not to observe Yom Kippur in favor of the celebration. That's how the Gemara explains the rationale, why they were able to uh, not not observe Yom Kippur and bring karbonus and eat and so on. From them is moving from this from the way the Gemara explains that it, it's understood. As Ladasa Gemara is the Akrava b'Shabbos v'Chenukas Hamishka Nishgiven Kainerosho. From this it seems that the Gemara takes the position that when they brought the the carbon on Shabbos in the case of the Mishkan by the Nesiim, it wasn't a one-time thing. In other words that it was really inappropriate, it didn't belong there, it shouldn't have been done, but they made an exception for this one time. And which is not the way the Medrash sees it. To the contrary, that's how the Medrash sees it, the first version of the Medrash sees it, that it was a one-time thing. But the people in the time of the Beis Hamikdash, they didn't consider it to be that way. That, that something inappropriate happened. While them, them old, because if they did consider what happened by the Mishkan to be inappropriate and only a one-time thing, the Voltmen from them you can't They would have no grounds to be able to extrapolate from that event that they could do the same in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, because if they consider that to be an inappropriate event, so how could they say, we're also going to do an appropriate, inappropriate event? You can't learn from something that you consider to be an outlier, something that, does, that shouldn't have happened, or that is, it should have happened, but that it was an, um, a special circumstance, which Hashem allowed for that one time. So how do you know that He would allow the same thing here? So therefore you can't say that they considered, they looked back at that and said, yes, it was an unusual, an inappropriate thing. Rather, they must have looked at, back at it and said, they did something that was acceptable. Hashem instructed that, that how, that's how it should happen. As the second version of the Medrash, and that's why they can learn from that. The Svaras zwischen dem Medrash Aleph and the Gemara, to understand the the Gemara of Medrashabes, to understand the two, what the thinking behind this machlekes, which exists between the version of the, the first version of Medrash, and then on the other side, the Gemara and the second version of the Medrash. See the Hetera Akrava Shabbos is given a Rosh Adenish. 
to, uh, if the uh, the fact that they were allowed to do that the Nasiim, the Nasi of Shevet Ephraim was allowed to do it on Shabbos was only a one time thing or it was not to be seen as this Shalaika Hagen, an inappropriate thing we can ex- explain the difference of opinion in a number of ways amongst those Difference, uh, the the different ver, um, under, uh, the different approaches to the machlekes is these two. One, the Gemara v'chuluret leitn man the Amr v'shalta Shabbos ikrikol shevet ikrikol. The Gemara here is talking goes according to the opinion that says that a shevet each of the shvatim the population of each of the shvatim is referred to as a kohol as a community, a complete community. There's a machlegas about this in Mesechtahirius in regards to the certain carbonists uh, that have to be brought if the whole kohol um, violated by, by the instruction, let's say, of the, of the Bezdin. So if the whole community violated something, so then certain carbonists have to be brought. The question is whether if a whole shavit did that, or does it have to be the entire community, or the majority of the entire Klal Yisrael, so the Machlech is there, whether each individual Shevet is referred to as a Kohol as well so there's one opinion that says that it is called a Kohol, Unayayi says the Karban was the Nasiyad, Makarigven is given a Karban HaShevet and since the Karban that the the Nasi of Shevet Ephraim brought was a, uh, a carbon on behalf of his entire shevet is this nishkenera so there, therefore it was not considered to be an uh, an unusual event that he brought on Shabbos a personal carbon because it's not a personal carbon but this is a carbon akol it was a carbon tzibur it was a carbon on behalf of his entire shevet which is considered a kol woman ismenes makriv the Alakabanasiba, therefore, he had the right, it's the right thing to do to bring a carbon sibur for even one shavit, which is called a kol. For Zain and because all carbon sibur are Deichashabas, and thus was the Gemara Ruftus a carbon yachid. Then why does the Gemara refer to it as, an individ- as a carbon of an individual? Is this in Fagleich, some carbon tamid? This is only if you want to compare it to the carbon tamid which is the general uh, carbon which is brought on behalf of the community the carbon tamid and as well as the other carbonus which are brought let's say carbon musaf and so on which are the generally understood carbonus carbon tzibur which is on behalf of the entire Jewish community which includes all the shvatim together so in comparison to that, this would be considered more of an individual carbon for one shavit, but it's still a carbon call. Mashenk in the medrash alef hal, but the the medrash, the the other medrash holds the demand omer shavit loyikr call. The first version of medrash holds like the opinion that a shavit is not called call. Vaslufiza had the carbon anosi kahad dem din for nagevein lechem carbon yachit. And therefore, the carbon that this Nasi of this Shevet was bringing was an individual, a personal carbon. It wasn't a carbon on behalf of the call because a shave, one Shevet is not called a call. 
Welches nishdeicha Shabbos, and therefore that doesn't override the Shabbos. On the heter akrov is given mitzvah and therefore the only reason that he was permitted to bring that carbon was only a one-time thing, and it's not to be understood as something conventional. It's not conventional. It's unconventional. That's one way of explaining the difference. A second way of explaining it is <coughs> Everybody agrees that a shevet can also be referred to, meaning the medrash the first version of the Medrash and the second version of the Medrash and the Gemara, everybody agrees that a Shevet could be referred to as a call. But since, where did the, the Nasi get the money to bring this carbon? It was from his own personal funds. It wasn't that they took money on behalf of the whole Shevet and they contributed a, 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 you know, something that everybody had contributed to and therefore it's on their behalf. He brought it from his own personal funds. The estate befedish and medish, the medish says clearly that it was own, his own personal funds. When Rashi brings his befedish, and Rashi also quotes that in his commentary in the Torah as Mishiloi Hevi. The loy shagavamishifta. He brought it from his personal funds, not that he collected it from the rest of the shevet. When the machlokes fish in the medish alof medigimara, so it boils down to this: the difference of opinion with the first version of the medish and the gemara and the second version is this: ledas hamedish. According to the medish, we bal the nasiot for them carbon nishgavigavamishifta. Since the nasi did not collect funds for this carbon from the rest of the shevet. So therefore, it remains his own personal carbon. Which doesn't override the Shabbos and the Far Dafen And therefore, we have to, we're left to say only as the Heterakrav is given that it was only a it was only a one-time thing. He was told specifically in this case, and it's not to be it's not to be understood as conventional. It was unconventional. Whereas on the other hand, according to the Gemara, Ischaj and, and the second version of Medish, even though he brought it from his own personal funds, is there Hevi given Yehuda? But whenever a, the Nasi brought, even though he paid for it on his own, but he was bringing it for who? As the leader of the Shevet, like the first one was Lamata Yehuda, from the Shevet Yehuda. And in the case of Ephraim, it was Lamate Ephraim, Nasi Lamate Ephraim. He brought it as the Nasi of the Shevet, and therefore on behalf of the Shevet. The Torah refers to this individual as the leader of his Shevet, of this particular Shevet. So therefore, it's a carbon for the Gansan Shevet, even though he paid for it personally, it was still a carbon for the entire Shevet. It was a carbon, a carbon Sibur, and therefore. Is a carbon. His carbon can only be referred to as a, a carbon tzibur, not a personal carbon. which even conventionally would be and therefore it was not a one-time thing. This is normal for a carbon tzibur. and therefore, based on this, as the mitz oich mavur the dir and this explains also, if you look closely at the wording in the met. In the Medrash for Sazok, he says there, as funze korban nachshim and that from the Pasik that says, this was the carbon of nachshim and aminodav, lent up, 
From this we learn as Mishalei Hevi, Veloi Shagavim Shiftevi. He brought it from his own personal funds and not that he collected it from the rest of the Shevet. And there, in that same, as he continues, he says at the end there, This carbon overrides the Shabbos, but a personal carbon does not override Shabbos. So if you look closely at the wording, you're left with the question, from the stimus loshen ashlila, from the way that the, the uh, Medrash concludes this and he says and a carbon yachid is not doesn't override the Shabbos what would have made more sense it would seem it should have said it would seem this carbon overrides Shabbos but any other personal carbon does not override the Shabbos because this too was seen as a personal carbon but the Medrash doesn't word it that way so is mashma from that it would seem as the carbon anosi is nishin geda from carbon yochad that the medrash does not consider this carbon that was brought by an individual nosi even though he paid it from his own funds still is not considered a carbon yochad because this carbon overrides the shabbos but a carbon yochad is not not that this carbon overrides the shabbos but any other carbon yochad doesn't override the shabbos since the Medrash doesn't say it that way it seems that the Medrash doesn't hold that this was a carbon yachid even though he paid for it from his own funds on the other hand from the beginning of these words that this carbon is in other words that the Medrash acknowledges that there's something unusual about this carbon. It's unconventional, and therefore we have to say this carbon is does override Shabbos. The very fact that we need a special teaching from the Pasuk, carbon, that this case does override Shabbos, why would you need a special Pasuk for it? If it's not a carbon yachid, why would you need a carbon pasuk to teach that it overrides Shabbos? So the fact that you do need a pasuk is mashmaz the carbon nasi at the carbon yachid. It still seems that the carbon of this nas of the nasi is somewhat related to an individual's carbon. On the far dafen alimud meyuchad, that's why you need a special pasuk a dem su carbon that for this kind of carbon zeh this kind of carbon as it is Shabbos. so from one part of the Medrash it seems that it's not a carbon yachid from the other part of the Medrash it seems that it, does, it is somehow related to carbon yachid which is why we need to be taught that it's override Shabbos you know is moving but now based on what we just said we can understand this dichotomy here it's true since the Nasi did not collect the money from a Shevet Kumtoi, so the carbons are carbon yachid. So, from that perspective, it's an individual carbon he paid for it himself. But from the others, on the other hand, because the Pasik refers to him as the carbon that was brought by the leader of the tribe, and the, the Pasik tells us in each case the leader of which tribe 
Therefore, on the other hand, it does have the qualification of a tzibur carbon, and that explains why, on the one hand, you need a posik to teach that it is, that he should have brought it. On the other hand, it is a carbon tzibur, and it's seen as not so unconventional. It's pretty conventional. It's a carbon tzibur, and therefore, should have been brought. So the two ways, the two different explanations of why they disagree, one of them is whether we consider it a carbon sibur because uh, is a shevet called a call or not? The other one is he pays for it from his own uh, personal funds, does that make it a carbon sibur, a carbon yachid, or it's still considered a carbon sibur? Gimel, al now, based on all of this, kumtois, it would come out as the Tzveite Medrash Hanal Sifalov that the second version of the Medrash was Loit M is the Akrava from Karbna Nasi B'Shabbos Chatzil Given and Inu Kaidim that according to that version it was an appropriate thing not that it was as the first version says inappropriate but in the end Hashem accepted no it was the right thing to do Hashem instructed it to be done that way Vedas Gemara and uh, the opinion of the Gemara Haynu Hach the second and the opinion of the Gemara are really one and the same, that it was the right thing to do. That he brought the carbon of Shabbos because it's, it's uh, legitimately called, considered a carbon sibur. We don't need to understand that it was a one time thing and a very unconventional thing. No, it is considered a carbon sibur, which always is brought on Shabbos. But it's difficult to say that this is really what is going on. Because it says there, He didn't do it on his own, by his own decision. Rather, I, meaning Hashem, said to Moshe that it should be each, each Nasi should bring on his day, including Shabbos. That makes it seem as if. Hashem had to give special instructions that this should be done in other words although you would have expected that it should not be done but I am instructing that it should be done what does that mean? that means it's a one time thing it's an unconventional thing which Hashem had to step in and give special instructions why would Hashem have to step in and give special instructions if it's perfectly conventional? Because it's a it's a carbon tzibur, which always a carbon tzibur is brought on Shabbos. We move on and it's self understood that it's very difficult to say. Perhaps you would want to answer the following: As the Aniya Marti Lemoisha Nasi Echad, I told Moshe, Hashem told Moshe Nasi Echad, meint men nishda miras Nasi Echad ubachal. Is nisht given kan amira protes ba'isi inyan. It doesn't mean that I, in regards to this, I gave special instructions. There was no need for Hashem to give special instructions on this matter. Nor does mean what it really means. Mein din that Hashem had given a general rule, which is what Hashem I had already given the rule. That a shevet is called a kohol, or that a carbon anasi hotadin from carbon shevet, or that's according to the first explanation of the different opinion between the first version of the second version of the of the medrash. 
is based on whether it's called a call or not. So the second version of the matter says, Hashem had given instructions that Hashavit is Zikr call, and that's why it's perfectly conventional that he should bring a carbon on Shabbos. According to the second uh, explanation that we gave here, that he had paid, although he paid for it from his own personal funds, I already instructed Hashem, Hashem that it's called, because it's a Nasi of a Shevet, he's bringing it on behalf of a Shevet, even though he paid for it personally, that's called a Korban Sibur, and therefore, conventionally, he should bring it on Shabbos. It's difficult to say that that's what is really going on. Ani Amarti, I gave these instructions, when we're talking about general, uh, general instructions which, which apply to all time, so therefore, it's difficult to explain it that way. And we go back to the problem that it seems that Hashem gave specific instructions for this particular carbon. Therefore, the question comes back. How do you explain what is the thinking behind these two different versions of the Medrash, whether it should have been brought in other words, as a conventional carbon, it should be seen as conventional, or it was only a one-time thing. The problem with, the, with this is because even the, according to the second version of the Medrash, which says that it was a conventional thing, and it shouldn't be seen as as unconventional, as inappropriate, says it because the second version of the Medrash says, I, Hashem, gave instructions those words make it seem as if it is unconventional. So therefore we're back to the question, what's the difference in their thinking? So perhaps we can give the explanation as follows. According to both Medrashim, these carbonus for the dedication of the Mizbeach of us, which the, all these carbonus were unconventional. Never again were these kinds of karbanas brought, except for that one time, or twelve times. They were all a, a moment just for that time, and therefore as it would have to be categorized as something unconventional that was only a one-time thing, like the other details of the karbanas of the Nesim which were also only temporary or a one-time thing similar to a number of other of the karbanas that were brought during the eight days the dedication ceremony of the Mishkan that it was only a one-time thing as Rashi explains this, was, this kind of carbon was never brought again so there were some unconventional karbanas brought specially for the celebration of the dedication of the Vesa of Mishkan. So, to begin with, we're going to acknowledge that according to both versions of the Medrash, these Karbanas and the fact that we could bring them on Shabbos were unconventional. Now, the Heter came and learned but what was then the, uh, the thinking, why were they permitted to do it on Shabbos? There are two ways of looking at it. The Isra Shabbos is Dachui, one way is that the Shabbos was pushed aside temporarily for the bringing of this carbon. As the Malach of Shabbos is which means to say, the fact that you're not allowed to do Malach on Shabbos is of course fixed and firm, and you can't push that aside. 
nor Chanukas v'mezbeach is as doicha. The only thing is that when it comes up, when there is a a conflict between the prohibition to bring a carbon on Shabbos and the fact that we are dedicating and celebrating the the uh, dedication of the mezbeach, so for this opportunity, for this one thing, we now push aside the prohibition of bringing a carbon on Shabbos. That's one way of looking at it. Other in an Another way is, as was known throughout the Gemara in different places, Hutra or Hutra. Hutra means we have suspended the laws, the prohibition of doing this Malach on Shabbos. Not that it's still there, but we have temporarily pushed it away. You have suspended it altogether. As the Malacha is Domel Chatchila Nish that this Malacha in this, in this context is, was never prohibited. Shabbos, you're allowed to do it on Shabbos in this kind of a context. Nor is the bringing a carbon for the Chanukas Mizbeach on Shabbos is perfectly permitted. One way is no, you're not allowed to bring a carbon on Shabbos, this kind of a carbon. But for, in, for the sake of the of Chanukas Mizbeach, it was pushed aside in this context. Or in this context of uh, dedicating the Mizbeach, the, the, the Mishkan and Mizbeach, there is no violation of Shabbos. In that case, you're allowed to uh, bring a carbon. Similar to the Machlekes that we have in regards to how to view the fact that Pikuach Nefesh, when somebody's life is at stake, in danger, we violate the Shabbos. There are two ways of looking at it. The Kama Halachas, as well as some other Halachas, Do we say that you're not allowed to violate the Shabbos, but when somebody's life is in danger, so we temporarily um, allow a certain type of activity to happen? Or do we say, someone's life is at, is at stake? Shabbos doesn't exist for this. In this context, Shabbos doesn't exist. You do whatever you have to do. It's as if it's not Shabbos today. That's Hutra. A possible explanation for the difference of how do you look at Pekoch Nefesh, whether it's Hutra or Hutra, is that if you say it's only temporarily pushed aside, so then you would still try to, as, as best as possible, do as little malacha to violate Shabbos and still be able to save the person. If it's Hutra, so then there's no need to think about what's the best way to do it which, with the least um, violation of Shabbos because in this context there is no need to there is no Shabbos now you just do it the way you need to do it you do whatever you have to do without having to think about it and that's the, the key to understanding the two different uh, views of these two versions of the Medrash like the Drasha as also in the Siyim Hagen according to the Medish that the Nesim did something inappropriate is the Hetera Akrava Norba Eifim Dachli where they see it, that version of the Medish sees the fact that they were permitted to bring this carbon on Shabbos only as Shabbos was temporarily pushed aside for this carbon the Kabbanos Hobben Doichi given the Mitzvah of Shabbos on Anazite that they pushed away the prohibition of not bringing a carbon to the side they pushed that aside temporarily and even though for this particular moment the Isra to bring a carbon was pushed aside but 
there still exists this prohibition to bring this car, uh, a carbon on Shabbos. Not as Vedblois Nitche, the fire was carbon asim, and was only pushed aside for this event because the carbon of the Nesim is so dear to Hashem that he decided that we're going to push away that uh, violation for this particular case. The Tzvet the Medish Halt. On the other hand, the second version of the Medish Halts. That the the violation of Shabbos was completely suspended for this. Which means the Nasiim bring the Nasi bringing this carbon is a permitted thing. Not that we push away Shabbos in order for him to do it, because Hashem loves this, but because it's now perfectly permitted for him to do it. The bringing of the carbonus of the dedication of Mizbeach on Shabbos in the Shabbos. In this context, there are no prohibitions of Shabbos, just like we said, let's say by Bekloch Nefesh, that when somebody's life is at stake, there is no, one version is that there is no consideration of Shabbos at this moment. It's perfectly permitted to do whatever you need. When the Pharisees, the Medish Madgish, and that's why the Medish emphasizes Nish nor Kemenish Zonichilis Ashabes, other Shalaika Hagin, the second version of Medish says, not only is it not true that he violated Shabbos or that he did something inappropriate, nor other Abba, but to the contrary, as is Akim Tsibui, by doing that, he was fulfilling a mitzvah. Loy Alpiv Asashani Amarti, he didn't do it based on his own decision and therefore it can only be seen as he got away with it or something like that I told him to do it in other words by doing that he was fulfilling the will of Hashem because in this context there is no uh, Shabbos doesn't have anything to say about this carbon perfectly fine with Shabbos hey based on this we can also explain Favos in Medish and now Seifsi Beis. Why in that Medish? If in Pasuk Zeh Korban Nachshin, Shtei Daloshin Zeh Korban Doichas Hashabbos. Why over there does it say this is the Korban of Nachshin? And the Medish says this Korban does override Shabbos. The Ein Korban Yochad Doichas Hashabbos, but in, in a personal Korban does not override Shabbos. Meaning, free event gezogt the din. First, he says that over here, this carbon could be could push aside Shabbos. By carbon nasi zeh carbon doicha that this carbon does push away Shabbos. Nenoch vidadin is by carbon yochah bechlal, and then he goes to say which is different than the normal conventional carbon yochid. We ain't carbon yochid, which uh, normally a carbon yochid cannot push aside Shabbos. But does it say the hafuch the esved gezok the medrashanal? This is the exa- opposite of the way the Medrash says it in the first part of the Medrash. Over there he says the opposite. Generally speaking, a carbon yachid does not push aside Shabbos. The Khan, carbon yachid Shabbos. Over here, a carbon yachid does push away Shabbos. Why does the Medrash reverse the order of whether we whether normally it does push away and in this case it's different or this case is different because normally it doesn't why the reversal of the order 
the Ashleim, because we could say the Shina is totally in the Tzvei Fanamanal. The difference is by looking at it, if you understand it in the way we just explained it, then you can understand the difference. Light Nesht Medrash, according to the first version of the Medrash, is does Blois Dachui, it's only Dachuya, it's only pushed aside. In other words, Shabbos still remains, it still remains prohibited to bring a carbon, this kind of a carbon on Shabbos. But it's pushed away. That's why. The Medrash first explains that generally speaking, a carbon yachid does not override Shabbos. But this is Madgish Vimitsadatsmai Ubachlal is the Samaisa also, which emphasizes the fact that there still remains, and generally speaking, there is still a prohibition on Shabbos to bring a carbon yachid. And therefore, it's inappropriate to do anything other. And therefore, only in this case is it being overridden, that prohibition is being overridden, and there it's allowed, it's permitted for this case, in them foul, in this one case. But according to the Medish, which it talks about is this Hutra. Now, where that version of Medish holds, that in this context, for this particular carbon, there is no prohibition that exists because it's completely permitted. On the far that's why he begins with the fact that for this case, there is a, this Shabbos is it's permitted. There is no Shabbos in the context of this carbon. Because the Medish wants to emphasize that in the case of the carbon of this Nasi, that because of that reason that it's completely pushed away, or Hutra, it's completely permitted, you're allowed to bring it on Shabbos altogether, on Ej Danach. And then he gets to the second part, which is Although in other cases, a carbon yachad would not override Shabbos, but in this case, there is no issue of a prohibition on Shabbos. It's only in other cases that there an issue of uh, violating Shabbos applies. According to what we explained earlier in the second uh, chapter, uh, second ois, as loid the medrash, if in pasuk zeh carbon, that according to the medrash on this pasuk of zeh carbon is is the carbon nasi al derevi a carbon ashevet tzibur, that it's uh, as we said before, it's considered like a carbon of the of a shevet of a tzibur. Kemizog, we could say a dos is the tam the sibus aplukta from ditzvei medoshim that this is what stands behind. The machlekes between these two medrashim. Leitn esht medish asis given shaleka hagen chuya. According to the first version of medish, where it's seen as something inappropriate. In other words, generally speaking, Shabbos it, this would not be permitted as Shabbos. But for this particular case, it was set aside. Is the carbon anasi al carbon yachid? In other words, that the medish sees it as a carbon yachid. Vifashtanik from the loshin. The common makaymus ain carbon yachid, as can also be evidenced from the fact that he keeps referring to it as the carbon yachid, the kan carbon yachid. Or over here, the medrash continues, and here a carbon yachid is does override Shabbos. So, in other words, that the medrash sees it constantly 
just sees it as an individual carbon, a personal carbon, not on behalf of the shevet. On the far and therefore, because it's not really a carbon sibor, it it still remains a carbon yachad, and therefore it needs something to allow it for this Shabbos, for this case. Because a carbon yachid doesn't override Shabbos, so it needs a special dispensation for this one particular case. It's only dochui. It's not a, a general, a blanket per, uh, uh, heter. Mashengen like medish carbon doicha, but according to the second medish, which says this carbon is doicha, as is hot adin al carbon because the medrash holds that it's a carbon which is a carbon for the whole ti- entire shevet is Shabbos therefore Shabbos is complete there is no issue of Shabbos it's a carbon tzibur carbon tzibur is perfectly permitted on Shabbos but according to this it comes out as so which means that in this matter of Hutra, there's also a difference in Amachlekes of two Medrashim. Light Medrash, according to the Medrash, as that carbon doicha Shabbos, that this carbon is doicha Shabbos, is Shabbos Hutra, while the carbon Anasi is al carbon Atzibur. The reasoning behind it, as we just said, is because the Medrash sees it as a carbon Tzibur, and therefore there is no issue of Shabbos at all. It's perfectly permitted to bring a carbon Tzibur on Shabbos. But according to the other Medish, the one, the second version of the very beginning, which we talked about, that don't say that how could he have violated Shabbos because a personal carbon is not Shabbos. The, the, the explanation is, I Hashem instructed it. If you see it that way, which we also explained as the reason is because Hutra, Kanal Sif Dalit, is Mashmaz Hadgehata Din from Korban Yachid. But on the other hand, it's Hutra, but not because it's a Korban Tzibur, because it seems from this that he's still calling it a Korban Yachid. It's still constantly referred to as a Korban Yachid. Nor Amarti, and it's only because I, Hashem, gave a special dispensation, is a Hikri Shabbos. That's why he was permitted to bring it on Shabbos. So even according to the Madrashim that see it as Hutra, there is still a general a, a difference in whether they see it as Hutra because it's considered a carbon Tzibur, and therefore there is no issue from Shabbos at all, or it's Hutra, but still as a carbon Yachid, because it keeps referring to it as a carbon Yachid, but Hashem said it doesn't apply here. In this case, a carbon Yachid is permitted for the sake of the Chanukah Zemizbeach. So left. So this has to be understood. We'll understand this by first introducing a fourth version of the medrash in our parsha parsha Yudalit. Also in Nasei, but in the section of Yudalit of Medrash In regards, it's another medrash on this matter. This is the lashon of the fourth medrash. Mi higdimani va'ashalim. The Medrash says, who came ahead of me? Who, and therefore I have to pay him. Who did something for me, and therefore I have to now repay him. Medaber b'yosef, this is a quoting a Pasuk, it's a Pasuk in Yiv. The Medrash explains, what is that Pasuk referring to? 
Medaber be Yosef is talking about Yosef. Shehu hiktim v'shimers of Shabbos actually mitna that he he came he anticipated me, meaning Hashem, and he kept Shabbos even before I gave the mitzvah of Shabbos. Amar Gosh Hashem said Yosef ato shemata as a Shabbos because Hashem said to Yosef you kept the Shabbos actually nitna atayra before the Torah was even given. Chayecha that's an expression of the Hashem swears. That I will repay your great grandson, your descendant, that he will be permitted to bring carbonos on Shabbos. Talking about it, that he brought a carbon a carbon on Shabbos. Which, generally speaking, a personal carbon cannot be brought on Shabbos. And it's now upon me in reward to you to receive his carbon willingly, even though it's on Shabbos. Is So we have to wonder about this message. How could one say, what, what sense does it make to say, as the schar ashmiras Shabbos, that the reward for Yosef keeping Shabbos is that watch that his descendant will bring a carbon which you're not allowed to do on Shabbos. That's the reward for keeping Shabbos. An activity which is generally considered to be the opposite of keeping Shabbos. Needless to say that this is a question if we only consider the fact that he was permitted to bring this carbon on Shabbos because we temporarily overrode the prohibition of Shabbos which as the Medrash says that it's still considered to be somewhat inappropriate somewhat of a violation of Shabbos because generally you're not allowed to do it on Shabbos but it was only a one time thing in which Hashem overrode the prohibition of Shabbos especially for this carbon so there's certainly that it seems contradictory to the to be a reward for keeping Shabbos. Nor says Hutra, even if you want, we say that in this case Shabbos was this is completely permitted on Shabbos, Mentos nor All you can say is that by doing this you haven't violated Shabbos. But how could this be seen as an activity which keeps Shabbos, which is enhancing the keeping of Shabbos, and that's why Hashem gives it as a reward for Yosef's keeping Shabbos. Therefore, He allowed His descendant to do something which what keeps Shabbos. This is not keeping Shabbos. At best, you could say it doesn't. It's not considered a violation of Shabbos. If you say that it's only tchuya, then it's even considered somewhat of a violation of Shabbos, even though in this case we don't consider it a violation. And this should be considered the reward for keeping Shabbos. Is the fungo for So from this itself, we can it becomes clear as loy dem medrash that according to this fourth medrash that we're introducing now, the Shabbos We have to say that this medrash considers this bringing of a carbon on Shabbos not only that it didn't violate Shabbos but that this somehow enhanced the keeping of Shabbos. This was, in a way, keeping Shabbos. 
How is that explained? How? What does that mean? Zayev, Yerushlema de Bir So perhaps we can explain it in this way. Defir my mother Hamedashanau. These four medrashim, which we have just quoted, or throughout the Sikha, can be divided generally into two categories. There is the drash as the zayning event, karbonus There is the one that says that it was karbonus that were not appropriate. Un the drash ze karbon deiches or shabbos, ein karbon yochad deiches or shabbos. And the one that says that this carbon did override the Shabbos, but generally a carbon does not override a, per, uh, a personal carbon does not override the Shabbos. Beidem Parshiyid Gimel, which are both found in section thirteen of the Medrash Rabbah on this parsha. Shtelon Zichayif Klolus Ainyan from Karbanos Nesiim. They are referring to the general idea of the Karbanos that the Nesiim brought. Was Ainyan from the Chidushim Shabbos Nesiim. When we talk about the general uh, context of the carbonus of the Nesim, Tzvishin Andere is given, was the carbon and Nesim given Shabbos. So when we talk about the general thrust of the carbonus and Nesim, one of the Chidushim, amongst other Chidushim, because as we said before, there were other things which were also unusual about the carbonus and Nesim. For instance, as an example, that they brought, an individual brought Ktairis, which was also unconventional. But one of the chidushim, one of the unconventional things about the Kalonis and Siyim was that they were able to bring the carbon on Shabbos. Even though it was understood to be an individual carbon. But the other two quotations from the Medrash, Beda and Parshiyadala, which both happen to be in section Yudalit 14. Shani Amarti, the one is that I said, that, that Hashem says, I told them to do it, don't think that they did something wrong. And the other one is Meek, the man of Ashalim, the Medish which talks about Yosef being rewarded for his keeping of Shabbos. Are addressing the specific carbon of Nasi Ephraim, which was on Shabbos. In other words, the first two Medrashim are talking about the general context of the Karbonus and Asiyim, of which one of the unconventional things was that it was brought on Shabbos. The other two Medrashim are talking about that specific Karbon. They're not talking about the general um, Parsha, the general idea of the Karbonus and Asiyim being unconventional. They're talking specifically about this Karbon of Nasi Ephraim. And based on this difference and what they are discussing, we can say, as the is that the general difference between these two categories is in the the first two which are addressing the context of the carbonus and in a general they look at it, those two medrashim look at it as, we're talking about the Garbanus and Asiyim, general subject of the Garbanus and Asiyim. So they, the way they see it, they're addressing the fact that the Garbanus and Asiyim as a whole have the status that they can override Shabbos. For the sake of the Chanukah of the dedication of the Mizbeach, the haste, 
In other words, that because the dedication of the Mizbeach is such an important event, and as it pertains to the Karbonus and Asiyim, is the Hakrava Deiches Shabbos, therefore, because of its importance in the general scheme of things, the Karbonus of the Nasiyim have that power to override Shabbos. Oh, but in the under it's a Midrashim, but the other two Midrashim, which are specifically talking about that particular carbon that was brought on Shabbos by Ephraim is Mavur, it explains is there that they see it as not that this is a general subject, a general um, idea where the Karbonus and Asim have this importance that they have the power to override Shabbos so it's nisht in other words that it's not because the, um, of the importance of the dedication of the Mizbeach but they see it as how does this fit into the laws of Shabbos Shabbos allows and not just allows but also expects that this Nasi should bring this carbon not that it's, it's by virtue of the fact that the Karbonus and the are so important that they override Shabbos looking at it the context of how does this fit in with Shabbos Shabbos also expects that the carbon should be brought what exactly does that mean? Ches to understand what that means how it fits in with the context of Shabbos itself that this is something that pertains to the laws of Shabbos that could also be seen in two different ways Number one, as mitzad hilchos Shabbos is the korban hakrova muter. One is that, as far as Shabbos is concerned, bringing this korban is permitted, perfectly permitted. To say, "Thus is nishtan inyavos is muter mitzad milus korbanos and asim lachalukasum is beach." In other words, it's not that, as far as Shabbos is concerned, this would be completely prohibited, but because it runs up against korbanos and asim lachalukasum is beach. So Shabbos steps aside and says, okay, the Chanukah Mizbeach overrides my requirements. Not like that. First to explain that, as the is a grace. In other words, that would have meant that the Torah says that the importance of the Kabbanus and Asim is so great and so vast. Adozvekt Shabbos that it outweighs, it outguns the prohibition of Yisum Malach of Shabbos but that's not how it's seen nor does it is atnai in Yisur Malach of Shabbos that this is something which is embedded into the laws of, of prohibition of Malach on Shabbos as biyachas to the Shabbos, which means Shabbos recognizes that although there is a prohibition to do certain types of Malach on Shabbos but when a certain condition comes along, which means, let's say this particular carbon comes along, Shabbos does not have a prohibition for that situation. Shabbos doesn't present a prohibition for that situation. Not that Shabbos doesn't allow it, but when it comes up against the uh, importance, the power of the, uh, the, the carbonus and the seim, it steps aside. 
Shabbos doesn't have to step aside. Shabbos never had a prohibition with that for that kind of a carbon. Similar to what we find in a number of places where there are where there is an essa which overrides the loisasa. There is a positive mitzvah and a negative mitzvah which conflict with each other. So we say that the positive mitzvah overrides the negative mitzvah. Which means that the the positive mitzvah the the negative mitzvah doesn't include that situation of the negative mitzvah. I'll explain in a minute. The lav is that this lav, that this negative mitzvah doesn't apply in the case where there is a positive mitzvah which overrides it. Meaning to say, let's say as an example, there's a prohibition for somebody to marry his brother's wife. But if the brother dies with, and they don't have children, so now he has a mitzvah to marry the wife. So what that means is, there is a negative mitzvah to marry your brother's wife. But in the case where, uh, what the Torah outlines as, this is a time when you must marry your brother's wife, that means that that negative mitzvah doesn't even apply in this case. Not that it applies but the, when they conflict with each other, then it overrides it. It doesn't apply in the case where uh, where you have to marry her, or you're not allowed to wear shotness. But in the case of tzitzis, if you have a wool, uh, li, uh, let's say a linen garment, and you put wool tzitzis on it, the it, the prohibition of shotness doesn't apply. There's a negative mitzvah of shotness, positive mitzvah of wearing tzitzis. In the case of tzitzis, the negative mitzvah of shatnas doesn't even apply to this particular garment. And the same over here, that Shabbos doesn't see a prohibition of bringing this particular carbon. Not that it does see a prohibition, but because of the power of the carbonus of the Nesiyan, so Shabbos steps aside. In this context, there is no prohibition to begin with. That's one way of looking at it. A second way of looking at it is, Hakravas of Shabbos is a chelik from mitzvah Shabbos. The bringing of a carbon on Shabbos is a part of Shabbos, not unrelated to Shabbos. There is a mitzvah of car- bringing carbonus, which is one mitzvah. Then there is a mitzvah of keeping Shabbos, which is another mitzvah. And then you have when the two conflict with each other you have to bring a carbon, but it's Shabbos so the bringing of the carbon overrides the Shabbos that's now what it is the bringing of carbonus for Shabbos is a part of keeping Shabbos in no, no different than the fact that because of the holiness of Shabbos we're prohibited from doing Malachas on Shabbos in the very same way because of the holiness of Shabbos one of the elements of keeping Shabbos is of course not doing malacha. another element of keeping Shabbos is bringing a special carbon in honor of Shabbos the carbon of Shabbos in other words that bringing that carbon is a way of honoring Shabbos it's a way of keeping Shabbos in the same way the Nasi that has to bring that uh, carbon for that day on Shabbos 
Therefore, I, Hashem, says, I said that he should bring that carbon on Shabbos. Is Dordem In this way, Shabbos is properly honored. That the on this Shabbos, the holy carbonus of the Nasiim will be brought of this Nasi will be brought. That is the way to honor the Shabbos to bring that very very exalted important carbon on the Shabbos. That's a way of honoring Shabbos. So not only does it not conflict with Shabbos. It is the way to keep Shabbos. That is a part of keeping Shabbos. Similar to what we say about there's an opinion in regards to the matter of Pukuch Nefesh when uh, life is at stake. It doesn't mean that the, uh, because in the situation of Shabbos, the Pekoch Nefesh, uh, sorry, the, because of the situation of Pekoch Nefesh, Pekoch Nefesh overrides the prohibition of Shabbos. Other Afila, as the Melocha Vet Mutab Shabbos, or even that would be Tchuya, or even to say Hutra, that in this case of Pekoch Nefesh, it's completely permitted to do anything that you need in honor of, in, the, in favor of the person that's in danger. Nor, but rather, there's a third way of looking at it. Pikuach nefesh is the is adin shmirah Shabbos. Pikuach nefesh has to be understood that Shabbos says when a person is in danger during it during my 24 hours, I demand that you, in honor of me, you should take care of that person. Forget about everything else. Take care of that person, and that's what I consider the way that Shabbos is honored. I meaning Shabbos. And that explains why the laws of the Koach Nefesh are written in the context of Shabbos, not that there is a separate section of Shulchan Aruch which deals with the laws of the Koach Nefesh. And one of those laws would be that on Shabbos you're allowed to override, uh, you know, you're, you're allowed to do whatever you need in honor of the person that needs help. The laws of Pekoch Nefesh on Shabbos are written in the laws of Shabbos because it is a part of how to keep Shabbos. Thus, his Meisif in Shemirah Shabbos, this is what's called keeping Shabbos properly. As we learned it from the Pasuk, that the Pasuk says, the Yidin should keep, safeguard Shabbos. And as the way, that's how we learn that you're, it says, uh, Keeping uh, from that pasuk, we learn that the proper way to keep Shabbos is that when a person is in danger, you should keep, you should violate or do whatever you need for that person, so that he can go on keeping Shabbos later. Violate one Shabbos in order to keep him alive, and then he will be able to keep more Shabbosim later. We learn it from the from the pasuk, from the word that says you shall keep the Shabbos, you shall safeguard the Shabbos. In other words, the Pekoch Nefesh is safeguarding Shabbos. That is how you call, you uh, perform Shmira Shabbos in this context. In the words of the Yerachayim, Why do I say that you should uh, violate Shabbos, do something that normally would violate Shabbos for the sick person? That's not called violating. To the contrary, says the Yerachayim, that's called 
keeping Shabbos. And in a similar way, the, the, the Nasi bringing a carbon on that Shabbos is the way to honor that Shabbos. Tess, al is moving. Based on this, we can now understand the Uftu from the Let's the Tzvei Medrashim, what the second two of the four Medrashim, which are found in, in section Yudalad, in comparison to the first two, which are in, parash, in the section Yud Gimel, 13. According to those Midrashim of 13, is there hetera akrava metzadim din kloli from Karbonus and Asim Kanal? The reason that they were permitted to bring this carbon of Shabbos is because of the power of the Karbonus and Asim. It, it says something about the importance of the Karbonus and Asim. The chiluk b'neim is nor in them, the difference between 1 and 2 of section 13 is whether we see that Shabbos is pushed aside because of the importance of the Nesim but it still retains a prohibition of doing this kind of activity or do we say no the importance of the Nesim completely removes any consideration of Shabbos in this context for this purpose and it's completely Hutra as was already discussed before that's the first two med- um, versions of the Medrash but when we talk about the Medrash as it discusses in section 14 which are not addressing the context of the Nesim but it's talking about this particular carbon for this particular Nasi both of them agree they both agree that what we are talking about now is something that pertains to Shabbos. It's not as much about the Nesim as it is about the Shabbos itself. When the river is by the Midrashim, Nishmud Gizda is getelkaid from the carbon, the Midvas, Ereskein carbon Sibur, and that's why in those two Midrashim it doesn't talk about how this carbon is carbon uh, Sibur, it's a public carbon rather than individual carbon, or the Fauza, the Akravazayim, and that for this reason the carbon is permitted on Shabbos. Being the Medrash now, Parshiyot Gimel, the Zeh Karbon Doichas Hashabbos, as was the case in section 13, where the Medrash said that this carbon overrides the Shabbos, but the another carbon Yochid does not override the Shabbos. That's not what the section 14 is dealing with. Nor Fakeret, to the contrary, in Zeh is the Adgosha, in those two sections of 14, over there the emphasis is. The carbon nasi is in gedder fun a carbon yachid. There it's talking about how the carbon nasi is is an individual. It is a carbon that belongs to an individual. Valoi ain carbon yachid deichas Shabbos, as the Medrash says, it refers to it constantly as a carbon yachid in section fourteen. V'zehikibu Shabbos, generally a carbon yachid and a personal carbon does not does not override the Shabbos. And he brought a carbon of Shabbos. So Hashem says, I told him to do it. That he should bring, or in, the se- in section 4, in other words, in the fourth one that was just introduced later, about Yosef, where he says also, a Yochid is not allowed to bring a carbon, but I, in, in this case, I'm allowing it. Both of them acknowledge that it's a carbon yachid and don't see it as a carbon tzibur. And what's the reason for that? Because the hetera, a carbon, 
because the reason that these two medrashim are allowing or understand the allowance of this carbon is nisht vile the carbonus habmin zich and inya v'taykif miyuchad not because the carbonus have something that overrides Shabbos like let's say the fact that it's a carbon tzibur or it's something about the carbon which allows it to be brought on Shabbos and it's for that reason that they override Shabbos in a way that it's completely permitted rather it's Shabbos declaring and demanding that these Carbonus uh, need to be brought on Shabbos. Even though they are considered to be personal Carbonus. But Shabbos says, this is the way to keep this Shabbos. This is how you are going to honor this Shabbos by bringing this carbon. Now, the same Midrashan tells and what's the difference between, section, uh, between 3 and 4, both in section 14? The difference between them is in the Tzayef Anamanal and those two differences that we said. How is it seen as a, a part of halacha within Shabbos? According to the first one, the Medish that says that Hashem says, I said that it should be done, is the Skil of Yatnayin Shabbos. Ashabbos Zokt as of them Korban is Machachil Nishchal the Isra Shabbos. It's, this one means is seeing it this way Shabbos doesn't s- says that a part of keeping Shabbos in this context it doesn't conflict with keeping Shabbos as we said that uh, you know a brother marrying his uh, brother's wife doesn't apply in the case where they had no children and therefore he needs to marry her in other words over there it doesn't apply so Shabbos the prohibition of Shabbos doesn't apply in the case of this carbon. That's why the, the Medish emphasizes over here, that you shouldn't, that's why it brings out the negative aspect of it. Don't say, how could he have violated Shabbos? Hashem says, because I said that it doesn't apply in this case. In other words, that it doesn't, it doesn't become a Shabbos doesn't see it as a violation of Shabbos, just like in the case of Yevama or in the case of Tzitzis, Shatnas is not a violation. Because it is according to the instructions of Hashem. Hashem says that in the case of, of uh, Tzitzis, Shatnas doesn't apply. In the case of this carbon, Shabbos doesn't apply. Or a violation of Shabbos doesn't apply, more correctly. As we find the expression in the, the, the wording in Paskim, the Pirisha Mechilta, and explaining what the Mechilta says, that in regards to Shabbos, there's also a conflict over there. It says the one who violates Shabbos should be put to death, meaning if somebody shechts an animal on Shabbos, the penalty would be death. And then, at the same time, Hashem said, these two mitzvahs. Anyone that violates Shabbos should be put to death. The other mitzvah is on Shabbos you shall bring two lambs as a carbon, which means you have to shech them. They were both said in the very same word. Hashem said them at the same time, which is of course impossible for a human to do, but Hashem uttered those two psukim uh, at the same time, meaning they don't conflict with each other. They neutralize each other. That in order to bring the two lambs, it doesn't violate Shabbos. 
So what does the what is uh, the what did the Paskim say? It's to tell us that when when Hashem said that you should bring at the same time that Hashem said you should bring two two lambs, He said you shouldn't violate Shabbos. Meaning to say that in the case of the two lambs, there is no violation of Shabbos because they were said at the same time. So obviously, it neutralizes the prohibition of do not violate Shabbos because at the same time Hashem is saying do bring the lambs in other words that on Shabbos there is no violation of bringing these two lambs which are the mitzvah of, bring, of uh, the carbon tamid but still it's seen as there is would have been a violation of Shabbos and this neutralized the violation there is no violation but according to this, the Medrash number 4 that says that this was a reward for what Yosef kept Shabbos the fact that Yosef kept Shabbos before it was given according to that it comes out that not only is it a condition in Shabbos that this will not be a violation of Shabbos as carbon nasi Ephraim from Eluyim is mutav Shabbos, that the carbon of the, the nasi of Ephraim will be permitted on Shabbos, will not violate Shabbos, nor as al is memekayim ba'efechiyuvimitzvashir Shabbos. But it goes even a step further. This is the way to keep this Shabbos, honor the Shabbos, which is by bringing that carbon. Not only is it not a violation of Shabbos, it is a shmira Shabbos. It's seen as a positive event of keeping Shabbos honoring Shabbos the carbon is Shabbos. this carbon adds to the holiness of Shabbos similar to what was discussed elsewhere by explaining that same Mechilta that we said about Shabbos and the two lambs to explain it a little deeper as thus was that what does it mean that they were said in the same statement? Does it means that not only do they not conflict with each other, that how could you bring a lamb and it's Shabbos? So it's not a it doesn't conflict. Shabbos doesn't apply for this for these two lambs. This prohibition of of not shechting doesn't apply for these two lambs. But it's not only that; it's more. But that they both carry the same meaning of Shabbos. Not to do Malach on Shabbos is for the purpose of honoring Shabbos. So bringing these two, these two lambs are also for that same purpose of honoring Shabbos. That the same holiness of Shabbos is brought about in two ways. One way is and one is to bring two lambs that brings holiness for Shabbos, and then there is the second way is not to do malacha. They both are the same; they, have, they both have the same goal, and adding holiness to Shabbos. The and that's why this is a proper, this is an appropriate reward for Yosef for his having kept Shabbos. Because Yosef kept Shabbos over and above what was expected, 
actually nita because he had no mitzvah. Hashem hadn't commanded him to keep Shabbos. It was before Matan Torah. That's why he was given an additional way in which to add holiness and Shabbos in later generations. He had more opportunity than your average Jew, than any other Jew, to keep, to add a new dimension to Shabbos. As Dafke ben Bilcha, that it was only his descendant, that was able to add another element to the holiness of Shabbos, by bringing a special carbon, which nobody else has an opportunity to do that. Only the Nasi of Ephraim had that opportunity to bring a carbon which not only didn't it conflict with Shabbos, but to the contrary, it brought out a greater honor of Shabbos, a greater holiness of Shabbos, which nobody else had that opportunity to be able to do. The Rebbe then goes on to give, a, in a separate section in the printed version of the to give more explanation to this, to this idea. Yud. The Indian is of an achal beer, but this still needs a little bit more explanation. Because Emes Takados was Nasi Ephraimat Makivim Kabanim Shabbos Ken Zainas Charav Shmirah Shabbos Diyasev. It's true that the fact that Nasi the leader of Ephraim, brought a carbon on Shabbos could be seen as a reward for Shmirah Shabbos of Yasev. The Farvas the Akrav is Meisiv and Kedusha Shabbos Canal because this bringing of this carbon adds to the holiness of Shabbos. However, what's still what's the reason for the scharot zich oiz gedrik dafkin amaisa velcher is mitzadas mehepech moshmir shabbos? But why did Hashem choose to reward Yosef by adding a new dimension of holiness of Shabbos in a way that normally would have seen as a desecration of Shabbos? Normally, this would be considered desecration of Shabbos. Why does Hashem have to choose something? which in general terms is considered desecration, and to him, this is adding in the holiness of Shabbos. Why reward him that way? Is the Azbar of So the explanation is, Das was Yosef at Makiv given the mitzvah from, Makiv given the mitzvah from Shmira Shabbos, at Shalom Nitna, the fact that Yosef fulfilled the mitzvah of keeping Shabbos before it was given, in a time when it wasn't yet given, is of Avais, that, exp- that shows as in Shmirah Shabbos is from an Ard, was is Nor, from the Mord from Nitna. That means, what that means is, his impetus for doing this came from a place that is higher than the level of Nitna. Kepidish Nitna, as the meaning of it was given, the Zach is Da from Freer which means there is something which is there from before. In other words, nitna means not it was created, nitna means it was given. Given means it existed before, but, it, but somebody else had it, now it was given to you. is It's there from before. And then it was given to the one who you give it, which is in this case the Yidin. But it existed before. So Yosef had access. He was fulfilling it on that level where it exists before it was given. It's understood that in the, wherever Shabbos was given, is the Shabbos Once it's given, <coughs> so then the way to keep Shabbos is in the context of who it was given to and the conditions that it was given, that's how you have to keep Shabbos. 
the difference between a scholar and then workers and uh, and uh, regular people. Workers, people that are in the work workforce. So how do they celebrate Shabbos? What should they do to honor Shabbos? They study Torah on Shabbos. That's the time when they have to study Torah. Scholars, they, how do they honor Shabbos? By eating and drinking more and um, better than they do during the week. So we see that there is a difference in how, to whom the Shabbos was given and how they should honor the Shabbos. This the until we get to, to, to when we talk about the general difference how Hashem practices or, or expresses this keeping of Shabbos in which uh, as the Pasuk says Hashem rested from His work which is talking about Shabbos in the, in the uh, case of Hashem it means that he rested from speaking. That's Basarama Maris Nivroila because he created the world through speaking by his statements, so therefore he refrained from speaking. That's how he kept Shabbos. Whereas in our reality, it's, uh, keeping Shabbos is not about refraining from speaking, it's more about refraining from doing, from activities, certain activities that you're not allowed to do. There isn't much that uh, says that you're not allowed to talk on Shabbos even though that's in Hashem's reality that's what the resting consisted of but in our reality it, the resting consists of doing so in other words there's a difference in way, the way Shabbos is given and what the context of that given is to whom it's given how they should keep Shabbos the fun is moving from this way understand that that the, what's called the world in above, in the heavens above, us is hecher fun oilam adibur, in the world which is even higher than the world of speech. In dem oilam in the in the world in which he doesn't speak um, mundane things, which is a reference was gate of the It means in Hashem's reality there is also when he puts himself into the world of speech in order to create the world then there is the way he recedes back to a higher place to the world where there is no speech he's not involved in speaking in order to create over there the way he would practice Shabbos in the world in which he is out of the mode of speaking it wouldn't be by refraining from speaking not in the but over there the way he rests so to speak the way he keeps Shabbos is by stepping back from those kinds of things let's say to give an example that's the place of where Gehenim comes from where as we say in Kigavna that when Shabbos comes, all of those, the, uh, the masters of anger and the judgment, all of them run away. They all uh, leave. In other words, that 
it, it, the way Hashem keeps Shabbos is not by refraining from speaking now he steps up into a higher world so over there it is to eliminate the effects of Gehenim is now revealed in a higher level of uh, delight and so on so in other words Shabbos in every context of where it is is practiced in the, in the context of where the world that we're talking about so the way Shabbos, Shabbos came about was Hashem stepped back from speaking now Shabbos means that Hashem allows respite for those who are in Gehenna and He removes any negative and judgment and punishment and so on that's how He keeps Shabbos this is what, what is meant by Yosef keeping Shabbos if your was given to him he kept Shabbos in a way he, his Shabbos his reality of Shabbos was in a, like in a world which is higher than the, the Shabbos in which Shabbos was given to us his resting on Shabbos was not the same kind of resting of Shabbos that we experience, which is we're meant to refrain from doing malacha. He kept Shabbos on a higher level than the way it was given to us. The way it was given to us was that we should refrain from doing malacha, but he kept it in a different way. The the way we keep Shabbos comes as a result of that's how Hashem kept Shabbos He rested which was in the world of Dibur and to us that is in the world of Asiya so we refrain from doing Malacha and so the delight of Shabbos in that level that actually the way Yosef keeps it is expressed how does he keep Shabbos he relates to a level of delight a higher level of delight. And that's why his reward for that kind of keeping Shabbos, on the level where, where it's before it was given, on a higher level than it was given to us, that's why his keep his uh, reward for having kept Shabbos in that very elevated way was in a way that w- goes contrary to the normal conventional keeping of Shabbos as we experience it. Al derech you know, and we could uh, similar to what we see as an oinig yisur elyon that the greatest delight is expressed sometimes in a very lowly in a more basic level so Yosef's reward for keeping Shabbos in a way that it transcends the way we were given Shabbos is that he is rewarded in a way that it would seem is contrary to keeping Shabbos and in that way you experience an even greater joy and even greater delight where do we see that sometimes a greater delight comes from a lower level like by a father and a child that it's often 
it's specifically from a gesture from a young baby, a child, which uh, is the hachra'ina, you get it, you derive a, a greater pleasure from some cute expression that a young a toddler does, and the father enjoys it so much that the great expression, that's where he reports to everyone, he sends pictures and tells everybody what he did. More than if his older son came up with a nice chiddush in a, in a teisvis. So yes, he's very proud of him, very joyful, but what brings a greater smile to the father is some cute gesture from a little baby. So you see that a basic, lower level sometimes bring a, brings a greater joy. And that's why Yosef was uh, rewarded for his very elevated type of keeping Shabbos, Dafke, with a, a reward which comes from that, that which normally would have conflicted with Shabbos became a Kedusha Shabbos. Based on this, we can also understand the Shaykhus and the meaning of Yosef Ephraim Dafke, why this connected specifically to Yosef and Ephraim. That Inif and Yosef is, what does Yosef mean? It comes from the Pasuk, Yosef Hashem Li Ben Achar, that Rachel said, she named him Yosef because she prayed, Hashem should add to me another son, as a Machtfun, and the way it's interpreted in Chsidis, as a Machtfun Achar Aben that Yosef has the ability to take someone that is considered other outside the camp and turn him into a son. He's able to take something negative and make it into a positive. And that was specifically expressed more so in Ephraim than in Menashe. Because why did he name him Ephraim? Because Hashem allowed me to flourish in the place of my pain. So in other words, that Ephraim, the fact that Ephraim was a, a good boy, so to speak, even in Mitzrayim, in the place of Yesus' pain, and that's where he flourished. Sein inin is, was dafkin eretz onni, that it's dafkin in the place of pain, vertefrani elikim, that's where Hashem allowed Yosef to flourish. Is miska. In other words, Ephraim expresses the idea of transforming darkness into light. And something bitter into something sweet, and the river is dafke by em givender inyan from the kravos akarbon b'shabbos, and that's why it was specifically Ephraim's uh, nasi who was permitted and required to bring a carbon on Shabbos as from inyan chil inyan shal akrava was b'yem Shabbos dos lechera and inyan from ani that he took something bringing a carbon which normally under normal circumstances that would be seen as something negative bringing a karma Shabbos that was transformed to the opposite that he flourished that it added another dimension of holiness to Shabbos